0: Boobity boop. Um, yeah, welcome to the Beast Unleashed. Um, so Raven was ranting. Well, sort of, Raven was explaining. Ranting is the wrong word. Uh, and he was talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Now, as you guys are aware because of when this is coming out, um, we actually are recording this quite literally, like two hours before this is gonna come out, so uh, this is this is raw, and I actually don't care how long this episode is. It could be a fucking hour. I don't give a fuck because we got a decent amount of shit to talk about. Um, it, I I guess let's just start from the beginning. Let's just start. Okay, so game of the year, Raven, go ahead. Game of the year was
1: Baldur's Gate three.
0: And um, a lot of people have been like, oh, okay, whatever. But as Raven was explaining, Raven, if you want to kind of, you know, explain again, you know, kind of.
1: A little more simple fly. I'll simplify it. Yeah. uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is a top-down RPG game that has co-op abilities or can be played single-player. It's a Dungeons Dragons-like game, which means any path you take is creative and sometimes not even scripted. To make a game like that requires a lot of effort because either you lose... What it means to be Dungeons and Dragons, or you obtain what it means to be Dungeons and Dragons, which is an impossible feat. Baldur's Gate 3 kind of pushed the boundaries in how detailed and in depth the world can be while maintaining what it means to be Dungeons and Dragons, but simplified for the average player. And it has high quality cutscenes, and it's like, here's the best way to put it. It's literally the Skyrim you've been waiting to be released for, just in a top-down mode.
0: And the other thing, too, um, that that is really interesting about everything that I've seen is it's, like, one of the first times I feel like the game of the year wasn't, like, the most popular game this year. Like, there was a lot of people playing it, but, like, um, the thing the thing was is, like, you didn't really, like... I haven't really heard, like, the craze. Like, everybody... Like, you know how last year everybody knew Elden Ring was going to be, like, Game of the Year, you know? Or, like, God Awards. Yeah. And, like, the year before that, you know? But this year, I didn't really feel like there was, like, a, cl- a clear winner, if that makes sense, you know? Like, I felt like uh, any of those yeah. games could have won the award, and I would have felt the exact same.
1: I only... For me, I only knew it was going to win because if you if you do look at the popularity... The other games that it was up against, just... This was like every every single one of the contenders for nominee were like low in popularity. Just Baldur's Gate 3 had just a higher spike than the rest. That's about it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, pretty much. That's and
1: because of the craze when it first released, I hadn't seen that happen with any other game for the month that they released.
0: Now... There was a lot that happened at the Game Awards that I thought was pretty funny. Raven, what was your best moment at the Game Awards?
1: The new trailer for uh, Black Myth Wukong.
0: I, I figured you were going to get crazy about that. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's a Raven. That's so Raven. Yeah.
1: It actually helped confirm that, that they're actually at least trying to give us a good game because I remember when that very first 14-minute thing came out, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then you found out, oh, this isn't actually a game. They're just presenting this as a, we want to make this game, but we're we're only like two people in this company. And everybody's just sitting there in the comments going, where do I throw my money? Where do I throw my money? And then Sony decided to pick them up and be like, we'll fund it.
0: See, my biggest disappointment from the Game Awards... Um,
1: oh, boy, what is it?
0: B- before, before anything, um, was... The fact that, so there's a studio, I don't know if you know who this guy is, Jason Blundell. Um, He was the creative director at Treyarch for the longest time. Treyarch, you know the people that made Call of Duty? Um, Yeah. He was the creative director for Call of Duty Zombies for like a long time. And this guy, you want to talk about world building? This guy took a fucking Call of Duty Zombies game mode and made a fucking entire language and mythology about the game mode. So like, you know, this guy is crazy and he's, he created a studio. uh, He, he retired from gaming. So he's kind of just in the background of the studio. He doesn't really do much. Actually, I don't even know if he's really associated, but his studio was bought by Sony and they've been working on this massive project and there was rumors that it was going to come out this year, um, at all, like just an announcement and it didn't. And I was kind of disappointed about that because this would, this would have been the last, you know, thing of the year for them to release, but I'm sure it's going to they're gonna drop a trailer next year or something and sony i feel like sony never really wants to put their biggest projects like they always want to release it themselves like the god of war thing when i saw the santa monica studios thing i was like wait a minute there's no way they're doing anything and now i was like yeah it's a dlc which by the way looks kind of cool i might actually try it a little bit it's like roguelike god of war which could be cool where he just like there's like a story but it's like roguelike so the enemies are always different and the environments different and you just kind of go in through it and kick an ass. So I think that could be cool. My biggest uh the my my best moment of the of the there was a few good moments. Uh number 1 was Kojima just yapping for like 10 minutes. Um those are always great. Kojima like bro, I still don't even understand what's the deal with Death Stranding 2 uh, and what the hell OD is. And, and then they brought like, and then to make the yap sesh even crazier, they brought out Jordan Peele. They brought out Jordan I know. Peele. <laughs> even, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Dude, Matthew McConaughey too was another good moment. I was, I thought it was going to be an interstellar game, which kind of semi is sort of, it's a space game. Yeah, it's, it sort of is, yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool that it's Matthew actually came out to the game awards. Uh, I was a little pissed that Idris Elba didn't come out at all like he didn't even like zoom in for like his award uh he didn't get the award but like for the category he was in like he could have at least like you know like been on zoom call for five minutes
1: he's probably playing the dlc he's in (laughs) dude that's kind of badass dude I'm gonna be honest okay this is gonna be a really harsh take ready we ready Yeah. when Matthew McConaughey got on stage I literally yelled get the hell out because look video games are supposed to be for nerds and for, like, us dudes who just don't give a crap about the rest of you, don't bring your little pretty boy Hollywood ass onto my stage. Get out.
0: Well, I feel like McCona- Matthew's a little bit of a—it's kind of weird because the thing is, is McConaughey, his acting has sort of kind of dwindled in the past, like, five years. Like, he he, he started—I think his goal is he's ultimately trying to retire, um, and yeah. so he's just trying to make money beforehand. Like he's been doing a lot of ads. Um, I don't know if you saw the thing about the, um, the AI, like the generative AI image thing where he was in the ad for like, what's real and what's not real. And they kept like, you know, they kept distorting his face with the AI, to make it look like it was like drawn by an AI, but he's, mm-hmm. he's, I feel like he's just at that point in his career. Um, a lot of football players will do this where they're, they're done. They're retired pretty much. Um, And they just want some extra money to, you know, get – help their children, you know, um, have some money for the grandchildren too so they don't have to worry about paying for college in like 30 years. That's kind of like the ultimate goal. And then they still want to keep their wealth that they have because, you know, heaven forbid. I feel like McConaughey is probably doing the same thing, which is whatever. Get your bag. Um, I think it will be cool though because he has such an iconic voice. I think he could be one of the guys – it's like um, – It's like Mark Hamill. It's like he can, he can be both. He can be an actor and he can be a voice actor. Um, because like he, he has such an iconic voice and he's so good at doing voices. Bale's pretty good at doing voices too. Bale's really good at doing accents in particular. Bale can do a lot of accents. He can do a British accent. He can do a Welsh accent, which is normal accent. And he can do a really good American accent. Um, and he can do a bunch of accents He's pretty good, same with Margot Robbie, but I feel like Margot Robbie would be a horrible voice actor. She's so like on the nose. oh about everything. God, yeah. Margot Robbie's so on the nose about everything she talks about. I actually have you ever heard her in um like ever speak in her Australian accent?
1: Yeah, I have.
0: She does it in the big short, and it kind of surprised me because I've actually never heard her Australian accent, really, um because she's from Australia uh but yeah i i i that kind of threw me off because i've always so i'm so used to her playing her stupid brooklyn characters she's so good at doing a brooklyn accent for some reason um with like uh harley quinn and um in uh fucking the uh stupid wolf of wall street but no so my actual favorite all-time moment i swear to god was when they were announcing that game over on the side not it was like after the Muppets thing. That was kinda of funny. I actually I always love the Muppets. They're always goofy. Um <laughs> Dude, they always yeah. do that every year, bro. They do that every year. And every single year I'm just like, yeah, this deserves to be here. Uh but he the guy on Well, I'm pretty sure the VGAs are streamed on television now too. Um and on on broadcast, this guy fucking uh that was announced in the game for i it was this guy who did payday you know what i'm talking about the 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 guy who came yeah. up for payday and he goes god that suit looks so fucking delicious and i'm like whoa! whoa whoa on on live on live broadcast dude on live broadcast they've been they've been getting they've been pissing on people for barely cussing this guy comes out with the whole f-bomb and jeff's just sitting there laughing like ah, you're never coming on stage ever again
1: <laughs> yeah i think i I don't think they broadcast to live tv anymore
0: what that's lame dude they had so many people on youtube watching actually um funny enough i wasn't watching thursday night football last night it's on amazon prime uh thursday night football is extru exclusively streaming so that means that you cannot watch it unless you stream it on amazon prime uh, unless unless it's in your local area but uh so <clears throat> apparently the announcers, on, um, the announcers on the announcers for the Thursday Night Football game were talking about the VGAs and how it was going. They said this big event was going on at the same time as the uh, football game some video game award thing. I saw the clip on it, and then the NFL posted about it. I was like, "What the?" F-? But apparently their, num- their numbers were kind of dwind- were kind of shit last night because the VGAs were going on because it's all streaming. Also, That's right. to be fair, nobody wanted to watch that game. It was a bad game, but still. Uh yeah. No, dude, uh when I was watching, there was like 800 and 870,000 people at one point on the live stream plus probably the other mm-hmm. 300,000 people that watch all, on all the other channels and like-
1: Twitch, Twitch and then they stream on Steam and then they were even streaming on on Twitter.
0: Yeah, that, but then also, like, all the people that react to it, like X and Critical and all that, that watch it live and shit. I'm sure they probably had over 2 million people watching, I'm sure. Pretty close. If I had to guess, it'd probably be, like, 1.7, 1.8, 1.9 million in that ballpark. People watching. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking good, dude. I mean, the VGAs makes a lot of money. I'm. Sure I remember they-
1: when it first started out, though. That was a god-awful show. Nobody wanted to watch it.
0: Yeah, how the fuck did they get it to become so popular?
1: Uh, Because they had people, funny enough, they had people like Angry Joe who literally would message him on Twitter and posted a video. I think there even was a video Angry Joe uploaded where he was, like, roasting the entire... It was either the first or second year of it. And he's like, why the hell do you have an ad for Sunny D? Why do you have all these movie actors here that aren't even part of the games that they're in. Why are you advertising for like Blockbuster and Walmart at a games show? It's supposed to be about games. This, you know, this fucking sucks. And like he, like it was a full on rant and a few other people did it too. And it was after that, that he actually brought those people and, and like like got into like a conference call with them. And then afterwards, like the game awards after that, started slowly improving, to the point of where now it feels like just a welcome place for people to chill out and have fun.
0: Yeah, I always love the video game awards. Um, also, I, I love the uh, Easter egg of Timothy Chalamet coming in because he looks exactly like the guy from last year. I thought that was a good Easter egg that they threw in there. Um,
1: what was your favorite? What was your favorite moment?
0: My favorite moment. Well, okay, so obviously my favorite moment was I, I said was the payday one. Um, I was kind of yeah. My favorite moment moment was definitely when Kojima was yapping and they just randomly brought out Jordan Peele. The like the thing is is it's like you you could you could just talk and talk and talk for like ten minutes and I don't care. Um, it, but the moment you like you're like oh I'm about to be done yapping and then you bring out another guy who's known for being just the most insanely crazy yapper. And you guys just, like, talk for, like, another 10 minutes. And I'm just like, the game is called OD, but I have yeah. no fucking idea. Like, I saw, like, the trailer, and I'm still like, what the fuck am I watching, yeah. dude? Where is Death Stranding 2? I, st- I thought there was a Death Stranding 2. I thought the game was literally called that, and now there's, like, it's got a whole other game. And I'm like, dude. Dead
1: Stranding 2 is still coming. They're just announcing that that this is another one in the works that is starting to be made. They already hired three actors for it.
0: Yeah, but, like, the thing is about... It's just like, okay, I get that. I totally understand where he's trying to come from. But, like, Kojima is one fella. And I'm kind of nervous that if he's... I, I, hope th- I hope this is, like, a very much side project until Death Stranding 2 comes out.
1: Yeah, it pretty much is.
0: Because if that's the case too, then I I probably would have liked there to be more like kind of notice that this game is still in early development because there was not a lot of mention of that. Everybody was just kind of under the impression that like this game could come out anytime in the next three years. So.
1: Well, we'll just have to see.
0: We'll have to see. Uh, I did like that Christopher Judge came out.
1: Oh, dude, that surprised me.
0: Dude, and then they did the God of War thing, right? Like five minutes after that, I'm like, "You son of a bitches!" He should have talked. That
1: should have been a foreshadow.
0: <laughs> Honestly, yeah, dude. He, well, I, I'm sure he just loves to just he. I I mean, I'm sure they probably thought it was funny that after he talked for like seven minutes or eight minutes straight. When he won his award. Dude, was he just high? I still don't understand why he talked for so long in that. What was the deal?
1: I don't know. He just wanted to talk.
0: He probably knew it was his last time. He would probably win a VGA. I don't know. I don't know what other projects he's associated with. But he's making hella bank off of God of War, I promise you.
1: Oh, yeah. He's probably living good for the rest of his life.
0: I am curious um, because Santa Monica Studios is not like they're – it's not like they're not working on something new. Uh, It's not like they're done, like their studio is done. So I am curious what they're going to do next. Um, If they're going to tackle a God of War – I wouldn't say trilogy, but like like a God of War style game with Atreus or with Kratos – Or what they're going to do. I'm
1: going to be so bored. With God of War? Yeah, if we do Atreus and it doesn't have Kratos.
0: I mean, yeah, dude. Even, I feel like, here's the thing about Atreus is I feel like even at, like, max strength, he's fucking, he's so much weaker. Also, I don't like bow combat. Bow combat's not fun to me. I, I, I like bow combat to a degree. I like when bows are strong. His bow is not strong. His bow is very weak. His his damage with his bow, like, when he, like, actually hits with it is good. But, like, the actual arrows are trash. And the thing is, is I would, like, if they do decide to do another game, I feel like, yeah, center it around Atreus. Not, like, as a character, like a playable character. But maybe, like, oh, you know, he's going to find answers. And he's going to find himself. And he's... Stuck, and then, you know, Kratos has got to whip out the chains, and after some long hard thoughts, he, uh he's, he's he's he has to come back to save Atreus or something like that. Not necessarily needing to kill another pantheon, but throwing a couple gods killed from another pantheon, you got yourself a deal.
1: I want them to take the hugest risk ever.
0: Just put Christianity um, in it, put God in it, uh, and then and then it'll after-
1: probably come after Egypt.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Egypt. I I was meaning like, you know, put God as like a central figure. Right. And he's talking about like because, you know, okay, so if if you line up the timeline right now, you're probably very close to about 30 B.C. Right. Like you're you're very Mm -hmm. close to 80. So you could throw in like, you know, like I need help, you know, and it's like, all right, listen. Since my pantheon, my, my, my Christian mythology is not my pantheon of, of Christian – well, he wouldn't call it Christian yet because they're not – Christ isn't born. But my my god – like my pantheon of gods, we're not um, – we're not um, – what's it called? We're not kind of like war gods like you are. We're not We're not dangerous. We're not aggressive. And so maybe he needs a little help. And so he goes to the only god of war left on the planet help and then you know maybe we get some roman gods killed like i destroyed greece and he's like yeah but some new people uh decided to uh camp there and then the roman gods come out and you gotta go kill all the roman gods (laughs) 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 like dude
1: I, you know, I actually, here's the funny part, though, because of that mask, that green one yeah. in, in Ragnarok, it does say that there is creation itself behind that veil before, you know, it disappeared thanks to Atreus breaking the mask. And that, that's how Odin lost his eye was because he looked through it, but he said there was something that looked back. And I'm like, if that's creation, what if going from each pantheon in search of that creator brings you, brings you back to the one true biblical God? and around the time of Jesus's birth and that that there's still somehow because Odin is now in that oh wait no dude no, no I was he got smashed he, he, he in got that smashed. ball never Here,
0: here's what I was thinking <clears throat> I was thinking like um you know I I wouldn't say him as necessarily like the the ultimate like um creator right I feel like it could it could ex- they could coexist just like how all of the mythologies already coexist in the world together It could kind of coexist. Um, But the thing is, is like, yeah, trying to find that true creator doesn't necessarily have to be the Christ God. Um, But
1: Jesus and Kratos teaming up to kill Moloch and the Romans.
0: See, I was thinking something like that, like the Romans, the Roman gods know about, you know, about this kid being born. Right. This kid. And. A and they have Atreus, right? And that's that's but but see like I wouldn't say spin it uh oh oh my fucking monitor shut off. I saw my whole computer shut off. I I I wouldn't say spin it to make like um in, in any bad light because you know the thing is is when you're working with religions that are still worshipped, you gotta you gotta be careful because you don't wanna A piss off the wrong people and B, you also don't wanna be disrespectful, regardless of it. Um so the thing is too is Make it in a light that makes sense, right? So, like, hey, you're, they got your kid. They, got, they, they could kill my kid. We need to take these motherfuckers down. But maybe there's something more to it. Like, maybe he wants the Roman gods gone for a different reason. Like, not just because they're going to threaten his kid in, in Atreus, but maybe because there's some other reason. And maybe that's been the whole point, is maybe he's trying to get rid of all the other pantheons So that there's only, you know, a few gods left. And so Kratos kind of goes on this killing spree unwillingly, well not unwillingly, but unknowingly, um, for like a a bigger ultimate cause. Kills, kills the Romans, something like that. Um, and then the Egyptians hear about it and they're like, we're gonna start a war. And so then you kind of have like this ultimate like, fucking being war, you know, uh, where it's just like gods on pantheons on pantheons and like, ultimately, it comes down to, like, a big-ass, like, Pantheon battle. That could be fucking sick.
1: That could be really fucking sick.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I think this is too much to talk about for the Beast Unleashed, but I think it's a cool idea. We could yeah. make a whole episode writing a, a whole script and send it to Santa Monica.
1: So what else do we got to talk about, then?
0: So, um, 824. Yeah, <laughs> uh, All... Uh, a cool new thing, a cool new thing just popped. What's popping brand new? we've just hopped. In. what a twenty four is officially all on Max now. All their movies will stream exclusively exclusively on Max. and also a twenty four will now have shorter theater uh, spans. Well, well, I shouldn't say that. Um, shorter time between theater to streaming. So, they will still be in the theater for the same amount of time, like Dream Scenario. But they acknowledge that a lot of people weren't able to watch movies like Dream Scenario, um, and stuff like that. So, their counter offer was that they'll come to Max earlier than they normally would, uh, to their other platforms that were all over. I think it was Paramount was the other one that they were big on. So now, if you want to watch, there will be, like, an entire tab of A24 movies, um that will be basically i think they say it's like 3 weeks after it's in theaters like a 3 weeks life cycle and it's on max
1: damn that's pretty nice so
0: you could so on 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 max right now on hbo max a.k.a. max you can watch all of a24's current projects that they've that they've released um except for dream scenario and Priscilla, which is like the um wife to elvis oh i didn't
1: even know that they made that
0: yeah they made that um i watched the elvis movie i thought the elvis movie was pretty good Um, but it's kind of like the story of like how it was living with like how it was living like as elvis's wife because you know the elvis movie portrayed elvis as a really good guy which he wasn't necessarily a bad guy but he also was not a good father and or husband so it kind of it kind of shows that light of like you know like the the struggles that they went through as a couple to keep their children you know and how, like, they were constantly secretly meeting up in cars at airports. Um, because he didn't want people to know that, like, what was going on. Because it would kind of... wouldn't necessarily tarnish his image, but, you know, sort, sort of stuff like that. Uh, that that's big. I, I thought that's kind of cool because, you know... Here's the thing. is I don't necessarily... The, the thing is about... I get they want the movies to be in theaters as long as possible. Because it's one of the only ways that they make money. But the other thing is, too, is... I feel like after – like, they wait too long to put it on – to put it onto streaming. Like, the thing is about streaming is, yes, yeah, streaming is horrible for revenue and horrible for a lot of consumers. But at the same time, it's one of the only ways that a lot of these movies are accessible legally. So if you have no way of doing it, it it's – one of the best way to circumvent piracy is to make it uh, easy to, to obtain, you know? Not, I think we've talked about that before, but like, if you like try to hide your movies away, like Metallica, if you try to hide your music away behind a bunch of royalties and fees and stuff like that, people are just gonna do it more. They're gonna be more likely to, you know, pirate and steal your music.
1: Yeah, I agree
0: with that. So I think it's more so of an anti-piracy too, but also, I own I own Max. I I I have a Max subscription, so it's kind of nice that I I was worried about where Dream Scenario was gonna be when it when it gets released on the on the streaming i know where it's going to be now also this is like a really long deal this is like a five-year deal which for streaming is not usually other like I, I can only think of a few times that shows got streamed for a long time netflix had like a 10-year contract on uh on the office um I, the other one that i can think of was fuck I don't even remember. Hulu with Family Guy, they had, like, a uh, 10-year contract with Family Guy. Just, fa- technically, Family Guy's contract, like, a, like exclusivity deal for Hulu is done after, like, this month. So, Family Guy could possibly, uh, like, dude, I remember watching Family Guy and Hulu, like, in like 2012. So, like, it's, like, crazy to me that, like, it could possibly be not on there anymore. Um, A lot of Cartoon Network shows uh, have exclusivity deals with HBO Max um, and have for a decent amount of time. A couple of years, I think. I'm trying to think of other stuff. But yeah, it's not not very – like, five to ten years is very long. Like, a lot of times, like, it's like two years. Like, they get two-year lifespans, you know? But five years for a whole studio's – like, production studio's movies – there's a lot of A24 movies, dude.
1: Oh, yeah. And so, they're, they're amazing.
0: And yeah, and they are good. So I think it will get a lot of people. I saw a lot of people were actually excited. Like, good. It's on a good streaming service. It's not on, like, Netflix or something like that that's fucking annoying to use. Netflix has become more of a burden. I, I feel like I, – I I don't know. You don't use a lot of streaming services. But for me, like, I don't own Netflix because Netflix is such a burden. Oh, if anybody else is not on your IP address, they have to pay, you have to pay $7.99 a month. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just let me fucking, just, just dude, say six people to an account. There you go. Boom. So what? I'm paying $15, 16 17 $18 a month. Jesus. Yeah. Nobody so, else.
1: I thought movies were about enjoying.
0: Yeah. And the other thing, too, is it's like, how the hell? How the hell are you going to be so mean about it? And so, like, we're going to crack down, we're going to permanently cancel your membership and never let your account be used again if, if, like, you uh, try to do this shit. And it's like, what the, dude, you guys, like, it's just making so many people, like, want to quit using their platform. My grandma doesn't even own Netflix anymore, I don't think. My aunt canceled hers. She canceled hers, actually. My aunt, she, 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 like, she's retired, so she always just kind of, like, you know, she she she's she has money to spend, so she just spends it on like you know like streaming services because she loves movies and TV shows. So like she wants to watch you know a movie, she watches a movie on the thirty streaming services she has. She canceled Netflix like two years ago. She was like this this is disgusting. Like I can't stand using Netflix. Like there's nothing on here that I want to watch, and the very minimal shows I do want to watch, it's not worth the hassle. Especially when they keep raising the price like every three months, it's so dumb. But, I I mean, yeah, you don't use it that much, but I figured it would be kind of something to talk about because it's like, it's just making, what it's making people do is it's 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 going against the one thing that everybody hates to talk about, piracy. When you make stuff hard to use, people are just going to pirate it. Like Adobe. Adobe, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, Have I don't know if you ever saw that thing from Adobe. I think it was like a year ago. Adobe was like, yeah, we know like, 60% of the people like probably pirate our, our stuff but we just don't care like they do not crack down on it unless it's very blatantly obvious or being resold because they're like at the end of the day dude like we know people are gonna buy our stuff and the people who do buy our stuff give us a hell of money so we can live without like general users just pirating our our service uh, like like Photoshop. Like, dude, if I pirate Photoshop twenty twenty one, you know, what are they? Mm-hmm. What are they gonna be like? What the fuck? What are you doing? Stop that! Like, no, who gives a fuck? What?
1: Who gives a hell? Like,
0: what are you gonna miss out on a hundred dollars? Shit, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have any um guilt doing so.
0: Okay, there's there's some things I do not have guilt pirating movies is kind of I do feel kind of guilty pirating movies because I know a lot of times it's not that it hurts the director but the thing is no I shouldn't say director but the team that worked on it but a lot of if if I'm not paying to get the movie which is why I kind of don't like streaming services a lot because they don't pay good how they should I love supporting like if I pirate a movie like I want to watch it digitally if I don't own a copy of the movie like physically I feel so bad like um, cause like I, I ain't, I'm not supporting the people who made the movie really at all other than watching their project. And like, I, I want to give those people money to continue, like to keep their production alive. Like, so that's why I try to buy physical copies of movies when I can right now. It's kind of hard cause I'm in college. So, you know, like don't got a lot of money to spend on that stuff, but I do prime deal days. Those are always the best. Get a lot of movies. Raven. <clears throat> yes there was a new critter found sand swimming golden mole feared extinction rediscovered after 86 years the last the last time the species was last seen was in 1937 in the dunes of south africa and apparently it wasn't even a confirmed sighting it was just an alleged sighting the jit is still alive raven this mole has no eyes i'm sending you i'll send you this picture this, what what do we think about this creature? I'll send it to you right now. Wrong, wrong direct message. Uh-huh. Raven scones. Raven scones. Why is it not popping up? Fucker. There we go. All right, Raven. <clears throat> Tell me what you think of this little EP jit. Sending it to you. send you no what i get shit wi-fi in here and i get shit fucking service in here so it's like a lose-lose sometimes shit takes forever to send okay this is the hard way i guess where's the creepy crawler but yeah no this thing looks freaking seriously cool like um the little the little bro where is he at where do these buddies be at when they say they do dude i'm still like i've seen more stuff about gta 6 coming out about how like apparently it was like the story was in reverse like the the trailer was just her life story in reverse or something like that
1: sand mole there you go Oh, shit, there we go.
0: Look at this little fucker. Look at this little fucker, dude.
1: Dude, that last picture is majestic.
0: (laughs) So, it's the only one that they found, too. So, I looked into this, it's kind of weird. They have no idea if these things, like, live underground. Like, in the sand, like, under the sand. And if so, how they even, like live under the sand because like sand is not like easy like especially dune sand like in like where they're at like where it was found is not easy to um like burrow in as in like um what's it called as in like to live in like make space out of like 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 it's not hard enough sand to like you could shape it to kind of make like little cubby holes and little pathways this thing just actually swims through the sand and they only found one of it so they have no idea where the other ones are or how this thing is alive. Because um, pro- if they're like other moles or whatever, they probably don't live lo- that long. So there's got to be like a colony of these little fuckers like somewhere.
1: Giga Chad Sand Digger.
0: Dude, it's crazy, bro. It's so cool. And like my my girlfriend was like, why doesn't it have eyes? I was like, dude, it would get, get little sand pebbles in its EPIs, dude. You don't want it to have eyes. Dude, it's so it's so adorable, dude. What the heck? Oh No. Um, what else? Oh yeah, my uh my novel. So I or I ha- I my uh my copy of my novel is on the way. So um I I'm gonna look over it first. Because here's the thing. Yes, I know the actual novel is ready to be read, but that's not the issue that I'm worried about. The issue is like printing, so I I like I'm doing a copy to make sure like printing's all correct before like we mass uh before it gets mass produced so it can be sold because um that could be a problem if it's not checked over quality. I'm doing quality I'm doing quality assurance right now. But you should. I mean, yeah. So unfortunately I don't think my uh my my novel is going to be out by Christmas. Well, I think the novel will be out by Christmas, but by the time you buy it, there's no way it will you will get here by by Christmas. <clears throat> so Raven, I wanted to do something for the uh the beast unleashed um before uh <laughs> uh that we've never done before. Okay. So the thing that I want to do is the meme of the week. So I don't know how well this concept will go, but I got a, I got a meme here. Uh for a meme of the week. So I picked a random meme that I thought was interesting. And maybe we we'll, we can do like um people suggested memes. So like uh like people can submit memes. Uh mm-hmm. but I've been seeing all these uh I've been seeing all these holiday ones, so I figured instead of one meme of the week, why not do a couple memes of the week? So um the the first one I have here is kind of funny. I think you'll probably like it. <laughs> um so have you ever seen okay, so here's the context. Have you ever seen that um what's it called? That that video of that that woman in like pants and a shirt on the sidewalk and that guy's like playing the trombone or something like that. And um she's like, Your singing's trash. You're, you're off beat. You're off cue. And like and like I, I gotta find the I gotta find the original. Hold on. We'll find the original quick. Uh the original is kinda of funny. woman yells at guy playing instrument playing trumpet. Yeah, so here we go. All right. <laughs> okay, I will do this. All right. Um and then I'm going to do this. I'm going to add a new source. Give me a sec. Um I am going to add display capture. All right. Boom. So check this out. So this is the original meme. Well, it's not a meme, but... Look at this! That's a woman, Raven. That's a woman. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? No. Mediocre piece of
1: shit! And I've earned my right to say it! Okay, I had two thousand <laughs> in, in 1975, I walked Bob Dylan up on stage. Whoa! Who the fuck are you? I knew the Grateful Dead from 1966. Who the fuck are you? You nothing. You nothing. You are nothing.
0: So here, never... here's the meme. Oh no, dude, it's not um. It's not sent yet. Why is it not sending, bro? Why is why is it gotta be so fucking trash down here? Heaven forbid I just send a fucking thing. All right, it is very close to sending. But okay, so yeah, there we go. So here's the actual funny meme. You're I'm great. Going. You're so talented. I love you practicing. You deserve a gig. You're glorious.
1: That's a good one. You're
0: everything that's right in this world. <laughs> You're everything that's right in this world. Oh my gosh. But um. <laughs> no. No, I thought <laughs> – there's, like, all these, like, holiday versions of, like, these really horrible things that are happening. <laughs> so, like, um, I've been seeing these all around. Uh, like, uh, the of, like, people taking, like, memes and then, like, putting, like, a holiday spin on them. Hold on, this one's fucking hilarious. This one's fucking hilarious. You're a me- (laughs) The unholy- (laughs) The unjolly cruelty of the Grinch when the indomitable Christmas spirit walks into the room. (laughs) Oh, man. these, These holiday ones are freaking hilarious. This one is just for you, Raven. I'm not going to show this one, but I figured you'd like to see this one. <laughs> Dude, is that a real tweet? Did Ninja actually tweet that?
1: Yes really i saw that tweet when i was scrolling through trying to get everybody's reactions to the trailer because like there were people who were doing the funniest screen caps all of a sudden i come across and i see drama alert say that and i'm like nowhere has that ever been a leak
0: does keemstar still run drama alert
1: yes and no like he he doesn't—I don't know if he does videos anymore. I don't think he—I think he retired from doing videos. Good. But I think he still runs his—semi runs his uh, drama alert Twitter page. He He's hired somebody else to do it.
0: Dude, I—dude, I, I hate Keemstar, bro. Like, I—I I don't even think he's done anything in the past, like, three years, bro. But I remember when Keemstar was, like, before COVID, dude— that man ruined people like for no reason like he would just like dude do you remember tobuscus bro yes that's so sad dude like tobuscus this guy did nothing i mean well okay i shouldn't say he did nothing but but he yeah sure he was drunk and he fucking screamed at his girlfriend but keemstar was like oh he sexually abused her and all of this and this and then do you remember the freaking i controversy when iDubs did the uh the uh, freaking video on him, and then Keemstar freaking blew up, and he was all pissed and shit. And then it was like, "This is on you guys. I I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing to be. I I deserve. I Why am I getting hate? I deserve no hate." And it's like, bro, you run a drama channel. What do you mean you deserve no hate?
1: Yeah, if you're gonna do, the, if you're gonna run a drama channel, that's literally called Drama Alert. Alert. And and you're there to report the news on things. You're going to get hate because either you are – actually reporting the facts about somebody who's a piece of crap and their entire fan base is going to come at you for calling them a piece of crap rightfully so or you're going to get the news wrong and you're going to screw up here and there as every news channel can do and might do as a reporter because you're going off of simply what you have then you're still going to get hate for it your job is an endless swarm of hate it's called learning to deal with it there's not going to be one there's not there's going to be people who like you but there's not going to be, like, a consensus going around the entire fucking world where it's like, oh, yeah, Keemstar never made a mistake, 100% accurate. Like, there's there's never going to be that. If you are a journalist or somebody who does the news, you are going to receive hate because either you did it right or you did it wrong.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, I remember when he also egged on FouseyTube, Um, when FouseyTube was having his mental breakdown, too.
1: Dude, FoosyTube deserved that, though.
0: Yeah, Foosy 2 was a dick. Who? (laughs) Fousey who?
1: Exactly, Fousey who.
0: Dude, he tried to make a comeback where he did, like, he's been doing, like, these skits. I saw one on Instagram where he was, like, doing the Eminem stand song, and he was, like, driving really fast in his car. And, like, everybody was laughing at him, like, oh, ha ha, dude, this dude could actually, like, crash into somebody and kill them. And this is funny. Nah, uh, I bro, Fuzi was way past his prime in 2016, let alone in fucking 2023, dude. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the uh Mortal Kombat on the elevator prank? Yes. <laughs> that was like 2013, dude. That was when Shane Dawson was one of the biggest YouTubers, bro. Like think about it. You're past your prime, pal.
1: Way past your prime.
0: I don't even I think Shane Dawson just had so much money he retired. He also
1: likes jacking it off on his cat.
0: Yeah, that's fucking weird. Did you know, I actually, and this is not my proudest moment. I've actually listened to his podcast, like his early podcast. I don't know if you ever knew about this, but he had a podcast. He had a vodcast before like podcasting was even cool. This was like in 2015, 2016. He had a vodcast. Yeah, it was 2015. He had like an actual vodcast where there was video and production being done with it. And him and his co-host. I remember they would put up – they would get like they, – they had like this really weird – do you know what it was mimicking? It was mimicking hmm. the, the Howard Stern show because there, there was the main guy, Shane Dawson, and he was sitting in his own little booth corner. And then like the other co-host would sit in her own little high horse corner, you know? Mm-hmm. And they would just talk about the stupidest shit, but I used to love it so much because I thought it was the funniest shit in the world. Like when they would talk about when they would do their conspiracy theories, and they were like, um, d- "Does a chapstick actually uh, make you gay?" And it's like, "What?" I don't no
1: know. god.
0: Does chapstick make me gay?
1: There's a reason why I never use ChapStick.
0: <laughs> there is a very strong reason. Well, no, I, I do know the actual theory about ChapStick. That's actually, well, they even, they, they say, it. They say, yeah, we know. Yeah, ChapStick's good for your lips, but they also put really tiny, like, little micro uh, microbes in it that are essentially, like, they just kind of cut your lips a little bit. So after, if you stop using it, like, if you use it a lot and you stop using it, it's like lotion where your skin will become worse without it. Your lips will become worse without it. Uh, but that goes for a lot of beauty products. Um, that's like the whole joke of, of Patrick Bateman's beauty routine is that if he doesn't spend $15,000 a month on his beauty routine, his skin's going to look worse than if he just didn't use anything at all.
1: See, that's why I didn't use chapstick is because if that's happening to your lips, what do you think's accidentally happening when you take a sip of water and that goes down your throat?
0: (laughs) Stomach acid. Goes into your stomach. My stomach is just turning purple
1: goes into your intestines and your lining and it's just like bro that's some chemical on my lips that might accidentally make some it into my body my i can't lip. do uh, yeah
0: some random chemical that not come what okay uh no dude you
1: need to talk to your girlfriend about that
0: i uh i am very excited that i am finally basically done with school for the semester I get like a month and a half off. So Raven, um, I forgot to tell you we have we have a couple options we can do. <coughs> um, we have a couple options we can do for. Well, for the Beastcast in particular. So we have the option to continue running the Beastcast without posting it um, to Kilt for the next like month and a half after this week. So this week's beastcast, uh, this upcoming week's beastcast, is the last beastcast, uh, that would be on kilt, and then for like a month up until like the beastcast, like the last beastcast of January, uh, kilt doesn't run, so we don't run any, um, we we wouldn't run any episodes on there. So we can either a take a break for like two weeks and do like no beastcast and then come back, right, be- like right during the beginning of January and middle of January, or we can just continue to do the beastcast. Just without kilt for like a month. Your choice.
1: Oh, we could take a we could take a two week break. That'll give us a lot of material to talk about when we come back.
0: I think the thing is if we do next week and then we do then and then we do the Beast Unleashed for that week and then we skip the BS and we do two weeks off for Christmas. Um, and then we come back after December thirty first, because that would be two weeks, right? Next week is next week goes until the um next week goes till like the fifteenth technically for the for the middle for the actual fiscal week, like where we would do Beast Cast. The Beast Unleashed will be released on the fifteenth. So that would put us at like Yeah, that put us at like right right before i think if we come back after aquaman 2 i think that's a good idea because aquaman 2 is coming out right after christmas or is it before christmas
1: oh no i haven't paid attention
0: oh well wonk is coming out next week um god i don't know i've heard so many mixed reviews about that movie i heard it's like yeah it's a fun spin on charlie and the chocolate factory's world and I've heard other people say this is, like, such a god-awful movie. It shouldn't have been made. And then I've heard other people say, like, you know, it was actually kind of fun because, like, they actually kind of <clears throat> they took a lot of the Willy Wonka f- in the Chocolate Factory aspects from, like, the 70s and um and kind of just made it, like, broadened it a little bit. And it was kind of fun to see it in, like, a modern light. But then at the same time, I'm like, dude, that movie is so, like, Road Doll hated that fucking movie. And he died, like, right after, uh, very close after that movie was made. Like, he hated that movie because it was so, like, they essentially just took the name of the characters and just said, fuck it. Like, yeah, they go to a chocolate factory. But, it, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 2005 movie, is, like, very close to how the novel actually is. How Dahl probably would have wanted it. So I think, like, to go away from, like, how the actual source material should be is kind of crazy. Like, you're reverting back to, like, being an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like pissing on a dead man's grave and he can't really do anything about it. Ay, 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 ay. Well, this was a good Beast Unleashed. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the uh, Yap Un- Yap Unleashed. Um, we will be back next week with a uh, with a Beast Cast and then a Beast Unleashed. And then, yeah, we'll be gone for like two weeks as we were explaining. So, uh, when we come back, when you see us after next week, um, We're going to probably talk about, I probably will go see Aquaman. (laughs) I know. Not, not my proudest moment. Not my proudest nut, but, um, Amber Turd's going to be in the movie though, so supposedly. When I see her on screen, should I just go, yeah! Just, like, scream at the top of my lungs in the movie theater?
1: Dude, if you... if Okay, look. A lot of people record reactions in theaters, okay? If you give me video evidence of you screaming, yeah, like you mean it, like you're at a football game when she's on screen, like, just a whole, yeah! Amber Heard, yeah! And you do that, you record your reaction in the theater live, I will give you... Fifty bucks.
0: Oh no fucking way! No, dude. One
1: hundred percent. This dude. this is this is my. You can record this as solid contract proof. I'll give you fifty bucks.
0: Dude, oh my god! Oh, uh, the funny part is, I'm not gonna be at this theater. I'm gonna be at my home theater for that.
1: <laughs> well, <Whoa. laughs> hey, you know, it's not my <laughs> fifty bucks. Hey, look. Fifty dollars is you.
0: fifty dollars, man. I don't know. exactly. No, the other thing. I wish – this is my last thing I'm going to fucking just quickly say. I wish movie theaters, not not like – um like with the permission of like the studio, like maybe for like a premiere night or something like that, record like the the movie like how they used to do like with like a camcorder film just for audience reaction. So like when you look back at it in like 50 years and nobody cares and like you see all these people and like he goes, Luke, I'm your father, and everybody goes <gasps> – And everybody's like, no way. You get to hear that in the theater. Like, so many good moments of the theater are lost. And I feel like they should should bring – I feel like they should record some of those just for funsies. Unlike opening nights, going to movie premieres and shit. All right. Thank you guys for listening to The Beast Unleashed. We were unleashed. We are unleashing uh, our full potential to do nothing. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Appreciate you guys. Go buy my book because um, it's not out yet. But go buy my book. Yeah. Bye guys.
1: Bye.